This is a Federal News Network podcast. The first chief innovation officer at the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation left after only a year on the job. Sultan Medji cited several systemic barriers that frustrated him into leaving. Medji's comments got executive editor Jason Miller thinking about what it takes to innovate in the federal government. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, Jason asked two former federal executives what it takes to be successful. And Jason joins me now to discuss what he learned. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jared. Great to be here. And Jason, innovation is one of those words that gets thrown around a lot. Um, what, what does this particular column um, make you think about and, and ask more questions? What was some of the origin of this? One of the things that when I when I saw his column, I was a little surprised by because he came out very harsh in many regards. And maybe it was more candid than harsh is the better word from my perspective. But he seemed to say innovation can't happen in the government. They're too stuck in their ways. This is a, a, a needs, there needs to be major changes that needs to happen on personnel and how people think and how people are trained. And it just, it seemed to get me thinking that, okay, this is one person's experience, but this is not the experience. And Jared, you and I and others at Federal News Network talk to federal employees and, and, and executives every day and see big changes that happen. And it's not always whisk bang, wow bang, you know, we're getting excited about it. But it's it's incremental and it happens and it's it's they're real. So that just got me to think out. Okay, who's had a very similar experience as Sultan Mengji, came in you know from the private sector without a lot of government experience, and who was able to get some innovation? And I think that's who I started to reach out to. And I reached out to a handful of people, and and two folks got back to me: Ryan Cody, former Transportation Department CIO, and Marcy Jacobs, former head of the Digital Services at the Veterans Affairs Department, and both of them were able to find success and, and, and push forward innovation in large organizations in, during times that, that it was not easy. So, so I think it was just, for me, interesting to reach out to those people to get some feedback. Yeah, so tell us some more about what they told you about what it takes to actually innovate in this space. The first thing that I think both Ryan Cody and, and Marcy Jacobs uh, looked at was, was first, what do you do and how do you do it, right? So it's it's understanding the mission and understanding the uh, the goals that you're trying to achieve. Ryan Cody first highlighted the people, right? You've got to have the right people in place. And he, I'll be honest, Jared, he went on a rant and, and you know, fair enough, he told me he was going to do this, so it's not surprising, but he told me that the union, the federal unions are a big issue to that is really putting a, a barrier to agencies innovation because there are plenty of great people in government, but there's not a. But there are people who who are actually standing in the way. They don't want change to happen, and you have people who aren't good at their jobs. Maybe they're in the wrong job. Maybe they're not qualified. Maybe they don't want to become better to deal with the rate of change. But there are people who who just aren't leaving, and that's creating kind of a drag on agencies. So first is people, and he said people is really important. You got to have the right people. The second thing he said is you got to have the right partners in technology. And he definitely looks to the private sector for the partnership and for that technology. And you got to bring all that together with the right vision, the energy, the stamina, because there's a lot of difficult projects that are hard to get to completion. So he looks at those two things. Now, Marcy Jacobs looks at it just a little different. She said, when you talk about innovation, you have to solve a problem. Again, what are you trying to do? And then once you figure out where you want to get to, how do you experiment and iterate? She says you bring new ideas, new ideas to the table. You, you different approaches of working and and show a little bit of progress, build results, get momentum, build credibility. 
So very similar approaches, right? But but just different perspectives. And and both of them were successful. Ryan Cody during the pandemic really got transportation in in shape to ha- have telework. Marcia Jacobs at VA uh, during the Obama administration pushed VA forward around digital services the way they serve veterans differently and better. And Mr. Meji is certainly not the first person we've seen walk away from government sort of disenchanted with with how you know, how, how slow things move, frankly. And I wonder how much of this is just how you define success and how what your expectations are for how quickly things can go. And, and I'm, I'm certainly not here to say that everybody should just lower their expectations. But do you think there is something to that? that different people have more realistic assumptions about how quickly things can really move in a large government bureaucracy compared to a smaller, more nimbler company? I think that's a big piece of it. It's it's understanding coming into the government and knowing that it's a big bureaucracy. And you can look at government as a whole, meaning all 1.8 million federal employees, or you can just look at your organization with 5,000 employees or 10,000 employees or however big they are. You know, at VA, there's something like 240 plus 300, you know, thousand people. So you have to look at what you're, what, where you're trying to improve upon and understand that culture. And I think you know, maybe something that he didn't understand is the culture of FDIC or more broadly, the federal financial uh, sector of understanding that they don't move that quickly. But Jared, I'd point to the federal financial sector as ahead of a lot of folks around cybersecurity. They were the first ones to ask for two-factor authentication. They understood the threat that was coming at them and added more and innovative, if you will, technologies to it. So it's not that they can't change. So it goes back to, as you said, understanding how you create change. And I think that's why I think both Marcy Jacobs and Ryan Cody were very interesting to me because, again, same challenges. They were able to affect change in different ways. Yeah. And let's talk about the how just a little bit as we wrap up here. What did they tell you about some of the steps that they took to, to overcome some of those famous traditional obstacles like budget, like culture? First, I think both said budget's difficult, right? Like, like yeah. the way the Congress works, the way... They you, you budget a year or two or three in advance and it doesn't always come to fruition or it does, but much later. So he said, it, it, you know, Ryan Cody said, you know, budget, he never, he, he's not sure he ever overcame it. But one of the things he did do, and, and I think, you know, he did focus on the small successes. He, he's, he talked about this idea of bringing in the right people, getting that small team together, getting that answer to the question and then move forward. And, and I think, you know, Marcy Jacobs talked about very similar she goes, listen, agencies are very cautious, you know, and for, you know, for good reason, but maintaining the status quo, which is usually the lower risk option, uh, is not necessarily a good thing either. So she talked about creating that space and cultivating that executive support, really giving air cover, you know, where, where there's big priorities. And I think that's something that gets lost in the shuffle too, that, that air cover that, hey, somebody's there to say, hey, it's my fault. It didn't work. It's okay that it didn't work. We, we knew we were, we were being a little risky, and that's an okay risk to take. Uh, I think the other thing that they talked about quite often is, is understanding the technology side of it. And, and that's one thing that frustrated Ryan Cody is that the, a lot of the federal employees that he worked with, he had a small group that understood the new technology, the modern technology, and a big group that didn't want to move off the older technology. And, and you heard Sultan Menji from FDIC say the same thing that we need more training of employees. Employees need more, if you will, understanding that, okay, today it's cloud, but tomorrow it's something else. And what is that something else? So I think that's the other piece is, is focus on your employees, making sure that they're constantly learning. I think that's one. And then two, start small and build, but build fast and, and understand that that failure is an option, which is still, Jared, one of my favorite headlines from when I wrote 
maybe uh, five or six, seven years ago, about 18F when they first getting kicked off, that failure is an option. All right. Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Thanks a lot, Jason. Always a pleasure. And you can read more in the reporter's notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we need you. The Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks is looking for you to help support veterans, help with youth scholarships, and be a force in your community. Being a member of the Elks is where you can do all this and much more. We are 31 lodges strong across the state of Iowa. Help pass on our principles of charity, justice, brotherly love, and fidelity. If interested, go to elks.org and use the lodge locator to find a lodge near you. Elks care. Elks share. Brought to you by the Iowa Elks Association. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.